0: Hello and welcome to the latest Safer West Mercia podcast. My name is John Campion and I'm the West Mercia Police and Crime Commissioner and I'm joined by two very special guests from uh, West Mercia Police today who I shall let introduce themselves.
1: So I'm um, Lydia Burrows and I'm the South Worcester Vorg Officer for violence against women and girls. Excellent. And I'm Katie Brooks.
2: I'm a detective and I'm the Vorg Officer for Herefordshire.
0: Thank you both, Lydia and Katie, for joining us today. Um, today we are talking about violence against women and girls, and uh, one of my central pillars of my Safe West Mercy plan is to tackle uh, violence, and explicitly around violence perpetrated uh, against uh, women and girls. Um, we see in our society uh, a huge amount of, of violence uh, committed. And the majority of it is committed by men towards women, and that's why, um, uh, in 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 our system of, of policing, really proud of the work that West Mercia Police does um, uh, in this area. And indeed, um, the two of you represent a slight change in the way that West Mercia Police organises its um organises its um its, its fight against the harm that that that's caused. So, is it possible you could just tell us, uh, Lydia and Katie, a little bit about uh, the the role? And indeed, how you ended up coming to do it.
1: So, um, obviously, Lydia speaking here. um, So previously to joining um, the Vogue role, I was in response. And then I've also been in the Protecting Vulnerable People Department. And so I suppose in regards to sort of safeguarding, dealing with the most vulnerable, that's always been uh, quite passionate to me. Um, So I joined the role since I've been in the role since the end of June 2023. And as our role, we've been working towards three pillars, which is safer streets, um, pursuing perpetrators and public confidence. So raising as much awareness as possible, really
0: so you you've got real background in in not only response policing the emergency the day to day ebb and flow of emergency calls that the police deal with but also those that might be uh, the most vulnerable to uh, being exploited or indeed being the victim of crime what What attracted you to this this particular role and what made you want to apply and and uh, do it i
1: suppose um Really, it's sort of, again, the recognition and offering and um, safeguarding options that people aren't always aware of. And um, we quite often find that some victims aren't supportive of a criminal investigation, um, but it's also making them aware of um, other measures we can put in place. Or sometimes we can do evidence led investigations and um, yeah, ultimately um, to make them feel safe in the community and um, that we're there to support them.
0: Katie, you, you're a long-standing uh, police officer and a detective, I think, by, by background. Um, how did you come about doing this particular role?
2: I think um, there had been several jobs h- highlighted in the media where it was becoming apparent that violence to, against women and girls was becoming a really, really big problem. And uh, I thought my skill set would be best suited into that role. So when the opportunity came came up, um, to be the Vogue officer for Hereford uh, I jumped at it hoping that I could make a real change in this area.
0: So Katie you're a, a long-standing detective and a, a police officer um, working in a, in a rural shire such as Herefordshire which is beautiful amazing a bit of uh, English countryside but there's a huge amount of harm um, that's caused uh, often behind uh, closed doors uh, predominantly violence of men against women how do we support society to to understand what is truly going on without frightening them too much but making sure those that need the help uh, of the state of the police and partners uh, you know have the confidence to reach out and and get it
2: i think it's about working with the communities letting them know that we're here we're willing to listen to them uh, and working with partner agencies uh, to work on how we can best help these people when they do present themselves uh, not just working ourselves with other agencies, but other services that they may use, places they may go, um and advertising the fact that we're here, ready to listen and help
0: has your um your police officer uh, not been issued a magic wand, uh, so therefore that ability to in a system is really complicated because I'm, often there's children involved or or other factors. Um, and so getting that help isn't just as straightforward as a criminal justice outcome, is it? And that's why, um, I think, uh, the, the, the development of, of violence against women and girls officers is a really interesting part, I think, of West Mercy's journey to tackling, tackling violence. Um, uh, Lydia, you're obviously in uh, Worcestershire, uh, and your focus has been, uh, just over the border. Um, how 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 different is it in different parts of, of west Mercy or, or is the is the mission the same it's just slightly different partners in 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 different areas
1: so um i think obviously working in south Worcester and um, it's obviously different to rural hereford we've got university and um, the city centre appears to be um busy so f- um, myself I've tried to network since being in post as much as possible um multi-agency attending local meetings um meeting um, support services that's available um, and I suppose recently I've tried to attend public events as well and um, so I've been seen as an approachable um visible presence so sometimes people feel much happier speaking to an actual person than they do you know phoning something in or reporting via the internet and so recently i've been out uh, to the worcester victorian christmas market and so that was myself and one of the docos the design out crime um officer and we were giving out um some of the personal attack alarms and we had some bells that go on uh, people's handbags. So these were a really good talking point. Um, And we we were there saying we're giving them out for free. Um, And that sort of sparked conversation to see if um, the women and girls were available of um, other sort of personal safety um, schemes available, like Ask for Angela, where you can go to the bar um, if you need assistance and a safe space. Um, and I also mentioned things like the HollyGuard app as well in regards to um, stalking and letting um, others know that that you're safe. Um, and then I also gave out some of the PCC funded uh, drink spiking uh, test kits. So again, Christmas time uh, parties coming up and all preventative measures, mm. um, but people don't always know that they're available to them.
0: It's um uh the Victorian market in Worcester will see thousands and thousands of people congregate yes. in the city centre uh, you know, over the event. So really great to see um to see the force there, not just in terms of the traditional public safety, but also uh, the, the the added value of where uh, you know we might be able to reach out to help. But the two of you represent um, a network of uh of of borough officers across West Mercia, um and and only a very small portion of the two and a half thousand officers we've got, but um, you know, an important network Non- nonetheless how do how do you work across uh, you know our uh, different communities um uh, to make sure we're sharing best practice uh, uh, and all the other bits and what might work in Herefordshire could work in in Tropshire, so making sure that that uh, networks just bring it to life for us a, a little bit Katie as to how that works.
2: We communicate frequently and whilst it isn't a a one-size-fits-all approach because that can't work given the makeup of of the communities. Um, the internal processes, like the legislation and referrals, are all the same. So we do discuss those and we, we make sure that when we are going to offices and giving them inputs and talking them through bits and pieces, we all work into the same standard and then in relation to community projects, what we tend to do is one of us, one of the VORG officers will have an idea about something that they can implement. And then we look to roll it out uh, in a proportionate way across all the areas. For example, um, in Telford at the moment, they're doing the bus and discuss. Works in Telford, wonderful bus routes. They're able to get on the buses and talk to as many people as possible. Whereas in we don't it.
0: have many of those in Herefordshire, do we?
2: Not not frequent bus services, no. so that, that doesn't tend to work. So we, we talk about it, we discuss what we're doing and then we say, hold on, that okay, that one's not going to work for us. But then other things such as the Cut It Out campaign, which we are um, looking at at the moment, I went over to Worcestershire to see how it was working there with Lydia um and basically the Cut It Out campaign is um a chap called Martin Lakeman uh going into all the hairdressers and teaching them to spot the signs of domestic abuse and then explaining to them how to refer, how to have those difficult conversations. I went over to um Worcester to see that in place and I said, Well, we need this for Herefordshire. Um and then we made it happen. We we sort of worked together to make things happen like that.
0: Because one of the great things, uh, you know, I've alluded to uh, five out of two and a half thousand. Um, it, it's how also uh, working with colleagues in, in the system as well. You're, you're, you know, been in the, in the policing system a while. How do you think the wider, you know, uh, workforce in in West Mercia recognise and can see some of the highlights and achievements so so far? Is it starting to to further that coalition to do to do something about it in our society?
2: I think all the officers are passionate about VORG and we've made ourselves, we, we go frequently go to all the stations, don't we? We've made ourselves known about the place. We let them know about what projects we're doing um, and we tell them about the successes. For example, the um, domestic violence protection notices and orders that we've been working with officers um, recently. We make sure that they know how the improvements are are coming out. Um, to get them on board, and we can push that message that what we're doing is working.
0: Lydia, you would have come from response at some point, dealing with that everyday emergency demand, and domestic abuse and and, and violence against women will feature a big part of that demand, won't it? So do you think those frontline uh, emergency response police officers will see that benefit of the highlights of some of the successes that you guys are already seeing uh, delivered in this area to give them a bit of hope that we can change... What might feel a bit of an unbroken cycle of of abuse and violence that's out there at times?
1: Yes, I I believe with it, and um, so I've I've got a good rapport from obviously being on response and CID, so I'm approachable face in the office, um, and I always say if if they need anything and I can assist, come and see me, or if <laughs> I don't know, I'll find somebody um, that does. So that's working with SNT response and um, CID together. Um, and as we said, like going back to the civil orders, um, we recognise that some of the newer officers um, may not have had the training that others, more experienced officers have had. Um, so again, it's just being confident in, in what we're using, uh, raising awareness. Um, and also the fact that we've been there ourselves, that we know daily they're going from job to job and it's it's sort of, um, I suppose, implementing best practice really and mm. We've recently had a change. Um, so officers used to do a, a dash risk assessment when they've um, attended a domestic incident, and recently um, it's changed over to a DARA risk assessment, which is looking a lot at the perpetrator's um, previous offending history. Um, so again, it's it's sort of looking at the bigger picture, really.
0: They can see that, uh, you know, that 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 expert, as it were, that have got it that good. Could- Depth of knowledge around something that they might not necessarily have access to themselves. Yes, it's actually, what the different the different choices uh, the different choices are, um, and and it's quite complex, isn't it? Some of the, especially some of the civil uh, areas in terms of all the different choices. It's uh, it's not a case of just pop out a list and do a checklist. It's got to be yes. there's got to be a bit of depth and knowledge, and I, I would imagine a very welcome resource in a, you know a complex and busy environment.
1: Hmm. No, definitely, and it is just that confidence and raising awareness really as to to what's available. Um, stalking protection orders, as well, are mm-hmm. a big thing, and um, which are being pursued also.
0: And your um, the description we talk about a lot is absolutely we are proud to safeguard victims and survivors. Of course, we are, but a lot of the work we're talking about here is also about making sure we're intervening with a perpetrator, as in either removing the perpetrator or or stopping uh, stopping the perpetrator's uh, harmful. Behavior, which is quite a big societal shift, isn't it, from the days of extracting women and putting them into refuges and, and alike? Because ultimately, that's the only way we will be successful, won't it? Is a is a violence ending rather than uh, removing removing the victim.
1: And that that's where um recently we're, we're really trying to promote evidence led investigations, so doing all your golden hour inquiries. Um, and I suppose sometimes it takes it out of the victims' hands as well if if they're not supportive, but we need to ensure that they are safeguarded um, and the civil orders are, that police obviously um, apply for as well.
0: Because um, some of the fellowship, uh, Katie, uh, that we see promoted during the 16 Days of Action, the White Ribbon campaign that people will sometimes see at the moment, is, is about that fellowship, isn't it, in terms of, and you've talked a little bit around um, uh, actually it is, taking the pressure off the victim to have to do something i.e other people do something so not only the police intervening using some of their powers but also we as a society um, uh, fellowships the, the standing up for those that need our help how how do you think how do you think the type of work that you're involved with links to things like the the, the white ribbon 16 days uh, of action and uh, and indeed um, ha- how do we make sure these 16 days are impactive uh, all, all year round okay sorry a multitude of uh... <laughs>
2: um firstly i just wanted to say that outwardly um us committing to the white ribbon campaign uh it shows outward outwardly that we are looking to d- to develop this culture of change and it'll empower people to actually stand up against the harmful behaviors Um we're leading by example here um as part of the 16 days, we've been looking at a perpetrator toolkit, tactical toolkit for officers to show um, how best to deal with individuals. And we've also um, looked at perpetrator programs that's coming in. We're, we're promoting those across across the board, standing up and saying we need to make a change with them, their personality, their behaviours, um, rather than just trying to go through the criminal process each time and not making a long-term change for the next partner next person they come into contact
0: because the the perpetrator programs you just touch on for the first time ever in West Mercia very shortly we will have uh, the multi-risk program um, uh, Perpetrator programs across the force area. We've had it in Worcestershire for quite a long time in terms of drive was rolled out here to start with, but now we're seeing, uh, and we've had sort of a bit of a patchwork quilt, but we're now we're now getting the more complete blanket around um, perpetrator behaviour. And I think it's a really great uh, achievement to which West Mercia Police should be particularly proud to being to being part of. um Did um, you you work with uh, lots of police officers and partners? Um, to which I know that the white ribbon campaign absolutely resonates with. Do you think it resonates out there in, in, in the communities that we, that we work in? Do you think the, do you think the, it it's also getting, taking hold, as it were, and in them recognizing what it is and, and why it's important?
2: Absolutely. Um, we've been promoting it. Even the officers wearing the, the white ribbon, people have been asking, well, what's that about? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, and just having those conversations and it spreads. So it is getting into the communities. I don't think it's fully embedded yet, but it's a work in progress. So I, I
1: know Worcester recently, um, I think it was two weekends ago, um, they obviously had a white ribbon campaign. They were doing lots of um, raising awareness in the city centre. I know the cathedral have had an exhibition um, as well with um Domestic abuse survivors, Um, there's been a shoe display that's on at the cathedral, um, each with their own messages on. And so, again, it's sort of talking within the community and um, showing that we're, we're standing up for women and encouraging people to speak as well. We've been to as many of these events as
2: possible, haven't we? Trying to get around them. (laughs)
0: and that's the and that's the other bit is it's not a it's a bit like painting the fourth road bridge it's a never-ending job i don't think and it's how that awareness continues continues to be raised i um you know as a commissioner for for a fairly long time been seen a number of campaigns and I, I definitely agree with you Katie I think the, the 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 resonance in the community is higher um you know I wear a white ribbon uh, myself and I get asked as well you know what what it is and I like that I like that engagement opportunity at the end and uh, sometimes there can feel a, a an eye roll in some places and asking well when when's the men's Uh, day or Wednesday and there are absolutely um, uh, events that highlight violence against men and indeed domestic abuse is perpetrated against men Um, but at the moment um, absolutely our statistics show that it is violence committed predominantly overwhelmingly predominantly by men uh, again against women and so therefore reducing that harm through campaigns such as white ribbon campaign uh, really really important to me um so we have talked a little bit around some of the activity but and, and we've uh, touched on it a little bit but in terms of those that might listen to this podcast or indeed those that might um, know somebody who who might be affected by uh, by domestic abuse? How, or indeed, might be an organisation that wants to be an ally and wants to understand how they can help in the fight against it? Um, where would they go to uh, to get support or or to get in touch or to to find out uh, what services are are available?
1: So, um, for example, the West Mercia homepage of the internet. Um,
0: so that's West Mercia Police. Uh,
1: West Mercia Police homepage. Yep. Um they have um, an option for the support organizations. Um, so you, you can go straight on the internet there and it will take you to a link, um, which are some of them that we, um, give out for support women's aid and um, again on the internet you can find the number and we've got various leaflets sort of across uh worcestershire hereford um for contact and they are also available for men as well although it's called women's aid it, yeah. they do support men and um, which is huge to say um and like we said with the cut it out we've put um support services um which has gone to hairdressers nail tech um technicians tattoo parlors um, so I suppose there's a lot available online, isn't there?
2: Yeah, but if somebody was after something specific, they could always contact us. The non-emergency number one o one, and has to be get a message to the VORG officer, um, and we'll be able to signpost them. We've we've spent a lot of time putting together um, a big directory of services available across West Mercia, and we can signpost them in, in an array of different things. Yes.
0: And the local police officers uh working in their in in the local communities would also be aware of your activity if there if there was And somebody. we've
1: also given those support services um to shift as well, just so that they're available and in their, well. their toolkit to use.
0: So, looking ahead a little bit, um, um, you guys have not been in post a long time uh, in, in the grand scheme of things. Where's next, as it were? What, what would you, uh, what would you see as the uh, as the next phase around uh, awareness raising and progressing um, uh, the fight against violence against women?
2: I'm going to let Lid take this because I think we're going to go down the education route. Come on, Lid. Yes. So I've got, <laughs> got
1: quite a lot to say about this. Um, so I've genuinely believe that education will be one of the most impactful ways um, to reflect change. So educating uh, males and female students in secondary schools, uh, for example, um, and I suppose educating the uh, children and youths is, is really key f- um, to recognise sort of clear understanding um, of relationships and um, sexual relationships. Um And I think some of that is in regards to having safe and educating boys as well. Um, And it's having male trainers available to them um, so that they get a good rapport and understanding. Um, I think there's a huge area with um, pornography, violence, computer games with safeguarding. Although I'm aware, um, I heard yesterday on the news um, that they're hoping That in a year's time, there's going to be, I think it was facial recognition on pornography sites and um, to try and put sort of for over-18s. And again, it's sort of working multi-agency with like-minded professionals. So Mm -hmm. recently, as part of a White Ribbon uh, campaign, there were some educators from the Right Path, uh, Joe Cole and Gareth rogers um, and they do a lot about educational workshops programs mentoring support um in schools so yeah i think that's really key um and over to you kitty
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, just to echo what lydia said really this young people are exposed to pornography and video games where they're, they're still developing and they pick up on the, uh, those behaviors and they think that that is the way that they should behave so getting in early enough and explaining what a normal, what, a normal relationship is, and and how life is really outside of those things. And
0: pornography depicting often levels of violence, uh, levels of degradation, levels of lack of respect, to which aren't realistic in 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 ordinary relationships because they are it is make believe, and uh, that that unfortunate uh, impact on those developing uh, to think that that is the norm, and then putting pressure on to expect the same when they enter their sexual relationships,
2: and easily accessible as well, or most the websites now they they ask the question as you go in are you 18 you click yes and you have got that at your fingertips uh, which is concerning Uh, and likewise understanding that video games they've got a rating on them for a reason I know there's a lot of pressure on parents to buy these games because everybody's got them and, and that's what they're doing but a lot of these games do have some awful awful things on them though don't want to mention here
0: I think we've we've seen in in my lifetime progression around what masculinity is through from you know the uh, the, the, the boys don't cry type ethos through to actually a man is somebody that's physically strong and 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 and, and alive. whereas actually through to that I think uh, there is a more positive view of, of masculinity and really interested in in how West Mercia Police continues that journey and and I do some commissioning myself around uh, engagements in schools and others and I think how we support young people to have a good healthy attitude towards masculinity and supporting uh, those that might be subject to the behaviors to to be clear to to stamp it out in terms of it. it's not tolerated and to have the fellowship to support that, I think really, really, really interesting. And, and the thing that strikes me through a lot of this conversation is the answer the the gift is in is in our behavior changing our behaviors are, are, could could make a huge impact on on the violence that's currently perpetrated and that's why that's why i think it's so important that we keep our focus on it because we can change it it's not something that's impossible to shift this is this can be changed if we get the behaviors changed and that's why you know really grateful for the work that you 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 both do out there in the system you know a very small part of the organization but having a huge huge impact on our communities but second of all in society we as a society need to shift um and and continue to shift because otherwise uh, we will be here in 10 years time and start to look back and say how's all this harm still happening why haven't Mm -hmm. we done something about it and your fight as part of that really really important
1: and as you've just said not normalizing behaviors and addressing it so that we we learn from it yeah
0: I am a big, uh, big fan of the iconic and, uh, and iconography and seeing those really positive role models around behaviors out there. I think also really, really important for young boys to aspire to or, or, or young girls to aspire to. And I know that police officers play that role. Uh, and, uh, your work uh, in, in our schools and, 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 and in family settings, et cetera, really really impactive um i want to thank you both for joining today um and indeed as commissioner incredibly proud to support west Mercia police and and the funding that you've alluded to um a a huge part of uh, of our work keeping our community safe and indeed um uh, protecting uh, the vulnerable from uh from harm Uh, lydia and katie thank you very much for joining us today thank Thank you for having us us. and uh, thank you to our listeners